Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Itziers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Itziers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick. Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that j Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on jwitradio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, kayak from the Mayach, extreme martial arts demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, of a subordinate program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your base yakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhi at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. This show is being sponsored as a Rafur uh, Shalema uh, for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sarah Miriam. 
Okay, that was a nice introduction over there, right? Right, Yossi? I'm right here, right behind my plexiglass. Okay, good. Oh, you have a wonderful uh, yontif? Uh, my circus was great. Baruch Hashem, we have so much to be thankful for. <clears throat> yes, I know. Uh, Baruch Hashem, I was able to eat every single meal in the sukkah this year. How about you? <laughs> me too, me too. That's great, Baruch Hashem. Glad to hear that. <clears throat> okay, it's a little dusty here, but <clears throat> we'll manage to get away with it. Okay, so I have a very interesting story. Uh, you know what made me think about my story? No, you didn't tell me. And you didn't tell everybody else. <laughs> great idea. Okay, see, basically, I'm going to tell a story today called, are you ready? Uh, the name of the story is called, are you ready? No, 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 no. Are you ready for me to tell the name of the story? Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Go ahead. Okay, the name of the story is, if you come to shul to talk, where do you dive in? Oh, one of those kind of stories again, huh? Well, you know, um, it's very interesting. Over Yontif, you know, you found that some people went to shuls, some shuls followed regulations, some shuls didn't, some did, but they weren't mocked with that the people should follow the regulations the right way, to wear a mask the right way, whatever it is. I'm not getting into the politics because this is a story show. Right, it's story time with Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs. So uh, we're not doing politics, right? Right. But one thing we all know is that uh, if Hashem Yisbarah sends such a powerful virus, such a powerful marker of some sort, uh, it's meant to wake us up, you know, but exactly what, you know, everybody has to look into themselves and see what they need to do. And maybe if everybody looks into themselves and, does and then does tshuva, that is, and maybe this Magev will be over and we can go back to normal living and perhaps maybe we can daven like a mensch and bring Mashiach a lot quicker, right? Ah, uh, sounds good to me. So what's this story about? Uh, so, um, you know, uh, it just so happens that uh, I think, you know, along with some other Gnoilim, that of course there's many reasons for this virus, but of course one of them is uh, that people don't respect their shuls properly and don't respect the davening properly, whether it's the way they act, the way they think, or just that they talk too much in davening, or just talking in davening, whatever. Okay, so you know what? I think everything I want to talk about is brought out in this story. Now, this story I heard for the first time. You heard it for the first time? Really, really, really? No, 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 it's not the first time I heard it. I said, the, if you let me finish my sentence, you know what I mean, instead of interrupting. I never interrupt you, do I? Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, so anyway, so as I was trying to say, is that I heard this story for the first time approximately 17 years ago. Um, You know, I, I think it was around 17 years ago. And I thought it was great then, and I may have told it once or twice here and there. But I don't recall telling it on JRoot Radio. So we're going to tell it right now. Right now. Yes. Okay. So there was a town. I believe that this town, I'm not exactly sure because it's not my story. And I believe that the names in the story were changed on purpose. Okay. So let's see. I believe, uh, let me see, I 
trying to remember. Ah, yes, here it is. I believe the name of the town was called Bergenville. And I don't know exactly which state it's in, but I do know that uh, Bergenville is somewhere towards the northeast. Okay, that's all I know. Uh, and that's all I can tell you. Okay, so got that? Uh, yeah, okay, so, uh, yeah. Well, anyways, um, there was this old man by the name of Shimmy Stein. And some people call him Shimmin, but Shimmy Stein was an old man. And he dived in a shul. Now, we're going to pick a common name for the rabbi. Uh, we're going to call him Rabbi Friedman. <laughs> Friedman's a common name, so you don't know which Friedman I'm talking about. Anyways, uh, all the names in the story seems to be, you know, uh, not the real names. Okay, so anyways, Rabbi Friedman was the rub of the shul. And in this shul, everybody had a habit. But, you know, some habits are nice, like saying Shalom Aleichem to your friend, um, helping out the poor people, uh, doing a miracles on him. Those are nice habits, you know. But the habit of talking during davening, no, 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 that's not a good habit. That's right. It's a terrible habit. Anyways, in this shul, people would talk all over the place. Okay? And, um, you know, but there was one person, Ah, uh, let me guess. Shimmy Friedman. He's the biggest talker in the whole show, right? Uh, actually, no. Well, what do you mean, no? I mean, he was the oldest. He talked the longest. Actually, he does like to talk. Or I should say he did like to talk a lot. But not during davening. And not in shul. Huh? Well, so where did he talk? Ah, outside of shul. Uh, you know, maybe people on the street or by a kiddish or by a simcha. But not during davening and not in shul. Wow. How did he get like that? Oh, we're going to find that out during the story. Anyways, so let's uh, go and take a particular day inside that shul. Okay? Now, uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, the rub of the shul, <laughs> he certainly did not condone that people should be talking in davening. Uh, many of his schmoozim, many of his divrei tayr always included something about no talking during davening. Okay, so here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, um, you know, like, let's take a typical, okay, well, just, you know, uh, pick any Shabbos, okay? It doesn't matter which Shabbos. So, um, yeah. Okay, uh, this is a, a, a good Shabbos. Let's uh, open up the Chumash over here and pick. Okay, we got it. Uh, you got it? Uh, is, that, is that the Shabbos that you're talking about? No, it's just a typical Shabbos in, in, in the show. So here we go. So the person said, uh, And of course, the Balkara began. For your Bullock Ben Sipor. And of course, while the Balkaira was uh, laning, 
people began schmoozing. Oh, yes. They were schmoozing all over the place. I'm telling you, it was very, very interesting. Uh, like one guy would say, Hey, hey, did you see the way that guy hit the baseball? <laughs> that was some game over there, right? You saw the way he slid into toy base? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that was very interesting. You know something. There's something wrong with that empire. What do you mean? What's wrong with the empire? <laughs> What's wrong with the empire? <laughs> that guy slid into the base of looks spectacular, and so the empire called him safe. But the guy, the third baseman, he, he tagged him out by a mile. As a matter of fact, if I saw Quebec, I mean, but they didn't go back to the videotape to see what's going on. But if they would have, they would have seen that the guy, uh, the third baseman, tagged him out, you know, before, before, you know, like mommy's before, before he did the sliding. You know what I mean? But I guess that empire uh, needs need, need some glasses. And, of course, that wasn't the only talking. Uh, so people were talking sports. And some people were talking about uh, other things like, Oh, you know something? Um, uh, very interesting. Uh, you know that stock that you bought was very interesting. I heard that stock uh, went very high up, and it made a killing on that stock. Is that right, Motcha? Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, kind of, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem. I, I listen to my stockbroker and everything like that. <laughs> you listen to your stockbroker. I wish I would have listened to your stockbroker too. But now, instead, I listen to my accountant. And he shouldn't say... Well, I shouldn't say that he shouldn't say. I mean, he said uh, I, I, I shouldn't take a chance in a message like that because I can't afford it if I lost out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And by the way... Uh, <laughs> uh, when's this dominating gonna be over? Hey, I know when it's gonna be over. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when? Yeah, well, well, all you have to do is, is watch uh, Mr. Shimmy Stein. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, he's the only one that doesn't seem to talk around here. <laughs> he, I think he dominates for all of us. <laughs> because, you know... Uh, when davening is over and everybody sees the crowd out of the shul, I have to stay here a little bit longer to catch up because, uh, I, I caught up a whole week of talking, and then I have to catch up a whole Shabbos for davening. But, but Mr. Stein, uh, he doesn't talk during davening, so he just like, you know, he just, uh, uh, goes on and on, so we just have to look at him. If we see that he gets up and leaves the shul, we know davening's over. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Please, 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 minor a boy, please. The Valkyrie is trying to lane. What's the matter with your people? Raboisai, please, how many times do I have to ask for quiet? A little decorum here. It's a shul. Please respect the shul. Ah, chutzpah from your people. Every time I have to ask you to be quiet, what's the matter with your people? Can't you be just respectful? Forget about that. It's halacha. You know. Uh, oh, forget it's halacha. Then we can talk again, right? <laughs> hey, guys, did you hear that? The rub said forget about the halacha. So if the rub said we can forget about the halacha, then we can talk. You know what I mean? And besides, you know, my minute 
is a mini Yisrael Kedinho, you know what I mean? Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean it's a, a mini Yisrael Kedinho? <laughs> well, you know, I have a minute to talk in in, 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 in davening, you know. Uh, I talk during davening, it's a minute of mine. Uh, my father did it, my grandfather did it, you know what I mean? Runs in the family, so it's a minute Yisrael. Well, there's a whole minute Yisrael Kedinho, so there's a den <laughs> that we have to talk in davening. <laughs> I didn't find that funny over there. It's not a minig Israel. It's a halacha. And you're not going to talk in davening. When I said forget the halacha, I meant not to forget to do the halacha. I said out of respect for one another, out of respect for the Balkari relating, out of respect for the person having aliyah, out of respect for the Baltvila when he's davening for the Amid, your people should have more respect for each other. And for that alone, you should be quiet during davening. Ay, 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 ay. And besides the fact that you don't have the respect, huh, for sure, for sure, you're not following the locker. What's the matter with you people? I know what my topic is going to be about when I start giving a schmooze uh, before we start Musaf Shaman Esrei. And sure enough, the talking didn't just go on in the men's section. It went on in the ladies' section also. Now, of course, the men, they were talking sports, and they were talking business, and they were talking stock markets, all kinds of crazy things. But the ladies, what were they talking about? So, Hilda, did you see the new chandelier my husband bought? The electrician, he put it up. Uh, just this past Thursday, just in time so we can have it covered Shabbos Kodesh. Ah, yes, it's so bright and beautiful. Oh, uh, by the way, um, did you happen to notice uh, my new dress? It's the latest in fashion, but it's kosher. It's very sneeze and everything. Do you like it? Ah, I like it very much. Ah, yes. Uh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, boy. I got to tell you that my grandson, he just started walking. He's not even a year old, and he started walking. Oh, yeah? Uh, my grandchild, um, my, 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 uh, my, my grandchild, uh, uh, Astro, and my astro was starting to walk at 11 years old. I mean, no, sorry, did I say 11 years old? Yes, that's what you said. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you meant 11 months. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's what I meant. He started walking. I mean, she started walking at 11 months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. Do you know that my son and my daughter, who are not identical twins, but um, they both started talking their own language <laughs> when they were so little. And then, actually, to talk uh, that I should understand them, and my husband should understand them, uh, they began talking very clearly uh, at 10 months old. Isn't that amazing? So, everybody seemed to be talking about whatever they thought was more important and more kadai than the davening. You know, Rabbi, maybe if they knew the translation of what they were saying in davening, maybe they would appreciate it more. Ah, uh, yes, that's true also. But, on the other hand, um, you know, like if a soldier had his rifle and an enemy was coming, 
He's not going to say, uh, excuse me, sir, don't attack me. i got to study the rifle, see exactly how it works. Why, well, if I put the bullet here, it will go into the chamber, but if I put it from the front end, it won't work. And then, why does this bullet shoot? And only the top half flies off, but not the bottom half. The bottom half ejects out like this or whatever. If he would study the rifle like that, the enemy would come and attack him. So at the time that the enemy is coming, he just takes the rifle and does what he was trained to do. Aim it and shoot it. And he has to kill the enemy. And that's what we do. Uh, we do that the same thing with davening. We may not understand everything we daven, but we know that Chazal said this is our weapons against our enemies and against the Eight Sahara. And so we just have to daven. And of course, if we want to know how the rifle works, we could study it. And then we'll appreciate and appreciate the godless of how a rifle works. And the same thing with tefillos. First we have to do them. And then we have to learn them. And then we can appreciate the godless of the words of Chazal put together. That they took these tefillos, some of them that composed the words itself. And some of it they took from portions of Tehillim and put it into our davening. Okay, so, um, you know, etc., etc. So, um, um, uh, let's get back to the story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so it came uh, uh, right before Musav, uh, and they put in the Sefer Torah, Raboise, Raboise, everybody, please sit down. The uh, Rav, uh, Rabbi Friedman, is now uh, going to speak a little bit, okay? Hey, uh, Rav, the floor is yours. Uh, we'll try not to talk when when you're speaking. No, I appreciate that. But, you know, it would be great if your people wouldn't talk all together in Zoom. Okay, so... Oh, let me start off like this. Everybody knows that a basic Knesset has to be treated with respect. You know, in the olden days, there was the Mishkan. Later on, the Mesamigdash. We all know that one cannot talk and show disrespect in the Mesamigdash. Uh, we all know that it was so beautiful in the times of the Mesamigdash by when the Dobbin over there. You know, like it says, I'll say, I know what you're trying to lead up to. Uh, uh, they stood crowded together, but then when they bowed down for, you know, there was plenty of room all around, right? <laughs> so there was plenty of room that they could each say their tefillahs without another person overhearing, right? Oh, that's right. That's very true. And of course, I want everybody to understand very, very clearly that the Shulchan Oirach uh, discusses the terrible Avera of talking during Shemun especially by Chazor Zashatz. Yes, yes, yes. And it's the only place in the entire Shulchan Aruch, which, of course, is, that part is also brought down in the Aruch HaShulchan, and in the Mishnah Barura, and many others for him of Aloha, where Rav Yosef Cairo, the author of the Shulchan Arach, he writes over there that a person who talks, Vigodol Avoinai Minasai, 
His sin is too great to carry. It's a very big sin, and it's very hard to go over and get forgiveness for it. It's a horrible sin, horrible sin. And the Mishnah of Rura in, uh, you know, Simon Kov Chov Dalen, Siv Chov Zion, he cites the Eliyahu Rabbah that a number of shuls ended up being destroyed on account of this violation. Yes, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, and all of a sudden, at that point, there was Reb Shimon sitting there so quietly. Reb Shimon Stein. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Shimon Stein was sitting there and suddenly he was smiling. Ah, yes. Because when he started talking about the Tysus Yantem, ah, he was smiling. Because years ago, you know, when Shimi, uh, Shimi, do you want to tell what happened to you when you were younger? Yes, 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 I want to tell you what happened. Okay, but uh, I'm right now not in the middle of the story. I'm stepping out of the story for a minute, and I am going to go over and tell you what happened. You see, many, many years ago, when I was a little child, you understanding, my father... Yes, yes, my father, he was a very interesting man, okay? Uh, we were very poor, and he had to work very hard, and he was not a very learned man. But he still kept all the Torah and Mitzvahs, even when it was a very difficult time. And my father said, I have to go to shul. And sometimes he had to lose his job because, you know, go back and forth because... Some people got fired if they wouldn't work on Shabbos. My father was one of those people. Anyways, so you know what? You know what? Um, I'm not going to tell this part now. Uh, why not? Warren, yeah. I think it should come later on towards the end of the story. So why, why then? Because that's where I think it should be. All right. If you don't want to talk about it, fine. Okay. Uh, Rob, we're back to you. Oh, yes. Okay. So, as I was saying, uh, the Taisvis Yantiv, he composed a tefillah, a Mishabayrach, which it's customary to say it at the end of the laning, that's when most of us do it. And, uh, you know, and basically, um, uh, the Mishabayrach is a special Mishabayrach to bless people and don't talk during davening. And so, the Rav gave Musa Shmuz and Musa Shmuz. And, of course, you know, at that moment, the people felt bad. You know, something the Rav is right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, 100%, you know. He's 100% right. I mean, maybe we should stop talking. Yeah, I think so, too. And, of course, when Rav Shimon heard that, again he would smile. as Gevaldic. Mamish Gevaldic. And so... But unfortunately, it's like many, many people, they hear a Musa Shmuz to change and do better. And then when the Shmuz wears off, they go back to the old ways. And before you know it, the men and the ladies were back to talking. But not Shimi and not Lieber, his wife, that is. 
They both didn't talk. Never. No matter who was talking around them. And believe me, when you come to a shul and there are people talking all around you, it's pretty difficult not to fall into the trap and start talking. Even if you talk a little bit. But it's not, you know, it's not a, well, it's, it's, I, well, I should say, yeah, well, it's very hard to control. Anyways, so let me tell you what happened. One day, it was Shachris in the middle of the week. And people were already finished with davening. And they were putting away the tefillin and the talisim. And suddenly, Shmuel ran through the door. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. Oh, it's an emergency? Go ahead. There's plenty of uh, bathrooms over here. Hey, no, 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 that kind of emergency. Not that emergency. Listen to me. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. Do you guys didn't hear the news yet? Uh, no, 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 no. I was still hopping the shmuel, so I didn't leave the davening early. Uh, you're supposed to go to work, and, and therefore you leave sometimes early. I don't know why. You should daven with the earlier minion. That's all. So this week I daven the whole minion. Anyway, so tell us, so tell us. So, so, so what's going on? You know, you don't understand. You don't understand. You guys, you, you, you didn't listen to the weather. Uh, why should we listen to the weather? We just uh, finished davening. Yeah, yeah, but what you know, there is a big tornado watch in effect. Uh, a, a, a big twister is heading this way. Yeah, I just mummish. I mummish. I heard it on the radio. Oh, very interesting. A twister? I say it's me. I remember there was a game called The Twister. Uh, no, 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 no. I think he's talking about like the big hurricane, like a tornado. You know, it depends on how many miles it's spinning or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell us. Well, 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 anyways, so let me tell you, let me tell you what's going on here, okay? So the tornado is is right now in the southwest, okay? But it's moving towards the northeast at the rate of about 15 miles an hour. And they have gusts of winds that are about 90 miles per hour. Wow, that, that that's terrible. I mean, that can knock down a tree. Maybe rip off the roof of my house. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe... Uh, and blow my car away. Yeah, maybe blow me away too. Okay, okay, calm down, everybody. Calm down. Let's hear what else Shmuel says. Go ahead, talk, talk, Shmuel. Tell, talk, talk. Yeah, all right, let's, let, me, let me continue telling you. So, as I was trying to tell you, so the tornado is in the southwest, okay? That's where it's originating, something like that. And then it's moving northeast, so which is our direction, by the way. And it's moving 15 miles an hour. One second, didn't you say it's 90 miles per hour? No, 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 no. You see, look at my hand. You see, I'm standing here. Now I'm moving my hand over here like this, and then I'm moving further. So from here to here, it's moving 50 miles an hour. But now look at my hand going in a circle. You see that? Okay? Now that spinning circle is the wind power. See, the winds that are blowing in that twister or that hurricane or whatever you want to call it, that is going at 90 miles an hour. Ah, now I So, uh, what does that mean? Well, well, it means it could do a lot of damage to our houses and our town, okay? Uh, uh, and it's heading uh, towards the towns uh, along the pathway uh, of this uh, twister or hurricane, whatever it's going to be, or tornado, uh, whatever it's going to be. It's going to go through the towns of Elkville, Parsons, Oak Ridge, Bakersville, Bergenville. Bergenville, that's our place. Uh, uh, and Leavenworth, we're all in its path. 
and, and of course, all the points surrounding these. This is not very good. Yeah, what are we going to do? Uh, uh, being that Bergenville was in danger, I think um, um, we, we, we should do something. Uh, she like what? Like what? I think we should all run home, tape our windows so the winds don't crack our windows, and put boards up wherever you can, and keep our families in the basement. Yes, you're right, you're right. Raboisai, Raboisai. What seems to be going on here? Ah, you're talking up a big smooth here, but this is exciting. Now it's okay to talk. You have finished davening, but you have to still be careful what you're smoothing about. Yeah, some of you are still holding your talus and your tefillin, especially your tefillin. You have to wind it up, put it away. I hope you're not talking stamazai, devarim, betalim, or things that are not fit to talk about while you're wearing your tefillin or even holding them. Rabbi, Rabbi, I surely just came in and told us uh, what the weather report is. Oh, that's very nice. I see right now it looks sunny and mild. Although the winds look like it's picking up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because there's a big twister, a big hurricane coming this way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very big twister. Wow. This is big. I mean, I'm talking about big, big, big. Oh, I see. And, of course, they informed the Rav. And the Rav agreed everybody should go home. And they did go home. And they boarded up, and they taped up, and they did everything that they could possibly do, and they stayed in the basement, and the wind started to pick up. And rain started to pour heavily. And there were sounds of thunder. And there were cracklings of lightning. And the winds were howling tremendously. And, of course, people took peeks out of the window. Go away from the window. What's the matter with you? You want to get hit by the hurricane? Oh, stay at a distance. Whoa. Hey, is that Michael's car? Wait, it's not Michael's car. That is a... That is a piece of paper <laughs> with a car advertisement on it. Wait a minute. Look around. The winds are blowing. I don't see any roofs flying. I don't see any trees flying. Wow. Hey, um, Malka, do you hear the, the winds blowing? Of course I hear the winds blowing. What do you think? Uh Wow, can you imagine how much damage is? You think a tree is going to fall on a house? I don't know, Tati, but I I think I'm going to put my hand down in this pillow. <laughs> I was really asking your mother. It's all right. Uh-huh. And, of course, people were talking here and screaming there. Oh, there! I wonder what's going to happen. I hope my car is still out there. Yeah. Yeah, I hope my mailbox didn't fly through my kitchen window. And finally, the winds died down. And after the winds died down, the people slowly came up the steps. Oh, dear, mailbox. Yo, okay, it's quiet. The rains are still raining, but it's not heavy anymore. It's slowing down, looking from the trees outside. Doesn't look like there's much wind. Twenty, twenty, twenty. Uh, 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 
Did any tree fall on our roof? Will I be able to sleep in my room tonight? Of course, you're going to sleep in your room. Don't worry. And of course, people were getting up, coming up the steps from the basement, and opening the door slowly. Wow, I can't believe this. Hey, you're flying. Did you notice what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, my car is still parked the same place I left it. I heard all the winds howling. I heard the rain. I heard the thunder. Oi. Not even one tree fell down. Oh, look, a couple of twigs fell off the tree. Wow. This is amazing. Amazing. Baruch Hashem. This tornado missed us. <coughs> I guess we can go to Mincha today, huh? And sure enough, the people, they went to Mincha that day, right after the Zom. And they came in. And right after Mincha, before they started Myrim, there would be usually a little shira mishnais before they started Myrim, so there'd be a little break in between. But this time the Rav said, Myra, boys, I, Myra, boys, I, can I have your attention, boys? Oh, uh, sure, Rob. Uh, so, um, you don't want me to talk to my neighbor, that means. Please, Raboisai, I have something serious to tell you. I don't know if your people are aware, but, uh... Sure, Rob, I'm aware. And me too. Big, big, uh, twister, hurricane, whatever you want to call it. Woo! The winds were horrible. But I'm sure everybody noticed that in our town of Bergenville, we experienced a very, very big miracle, a big nace. Uh, what do you mean? Well, you think that the hurricane just flew right over us? It went through us, all right? But miracle of miracles, it didn't even knock down one tree. That's a pretty big open miracle. Well, sir, Rabbi, I mean, maybe, just, 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 maybe, the hurricane wasn't as strong as they said it was going to be. Maybe it weakened, and maybe just got the tail end of it, and maybe it just disappeared. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think you should open up your radio weather forecasters and listen to what happened. Okay? I got phone calls already. This hurricane, this here twister, tornado, whatever you want to call it, whatever the category is, when they decide, depending on how many miles an hour the winds were twisting and, and blowing, but the towns of Elkville, Parsons, Oak Ridge, Bakersville, and Leavenworth, they were pretty heavily devastated. Uh, well, what does that mean? We're right in the middle. That's right. We're right in the middle of those towns. And it seemed to hit every town, and it just went right through us without doing any damage. So I think that since uh, we want to show a curse of time to the Rabbeinu I think that the best thing that we should do is organize a special party. A party? We're going to celebrate because people lost their houses, the roofs fell off, cars went flying? Uh, and, and, and trees probably flew into their kitchen window or the living room window, and we're going to make a party. That's not what I meant. 
When you please listen carefully, a party also means a group of people. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, it's a good idea to let me finish speaking. I figure we should organize a party, a group of people, to be able to, if possible, if we don't have to go to work and we can skip work today, we should go and help them out over there, help them dig out and clean up from their damages and bring some food over there and also maybe some money that can help them out until they're able to get back on their feet. That would be a great chesed and that would be a way of showing a Kaddish Baruch uh, that um, Baruch Hashem, uh, you know, um, we are thanking him for all the wonderful miracles that he did and spared our town of Bergenville. And so, sure enough, that's exactly what they did. They went over and they organized uh, cooking parties and bringing food and people driving over and people that were able to help out, to help clean out and dig out and and, uh, and bring pumps to unflood their basements and so on and so forth. And it was a very big operation that they did. An operation? I, I mean, somebody got sick, need an operation, the middle of this hurricane. No, 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 operation. You know, you, you know what I mean. I know you mean. I'm just kidding, just kidding, kidding. Okay, so it was a big operation, big job. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happened next? Well, so let me tell you. So what ended up happening was as follows. You see, um, <clears throat> these people, they felt very bad, but at the same time, they felt a curse of time. And some of the people on their own started thinking, you know something, Shulem? Yes, what is it? I think that uh, we should recognize that Hashem did a miracle for us, and maybe we should stop talking during davening. Oh, I agree with them. I couldn't agree more. All right. And so, for a short while, a couple of weeks maybe, the talking died down. But then, as usual, the talking began to pick up again. It began to pick up. The people began to talk again during davening. Yeah, they had to get a chazan that was really loud. And the following week, they had to get a chazan that was even louder. And Rav Friedman still gave claps on the beamer. Rabbi Zai, Rabbi Zai, please. You're talking too loud. You shouldn't be talking. Warrant you my cobble upon yourselves to stop the talking. Please, Rabbi Zai, Rabbi Zai. But the only ones that kept their cabal of no talking were the only two that never talked to begin with. And that is Shimmy, Shimmy Stein and his wife, Lieber. They did not do any talking. And of course, the people forgot all about it, that they were speared. And that's the way it went, you know. And it went on and on. And then, one morning, one morning, it started off in Elkville. People there started thinking, What's going on there? What's going on there? Oh, uh, uh, am I getting dizzy? Am I losing my balance? 
No, dear. It's, it's, it's the, the ground is shaking. The house is shaking. I, I think we're, we're experiencing an earthquake. And sure enough, the ground in Elkville started to shake. And there were cracks popping up. And buildings started to collapse. Ah, Baruch Hashem, I landed safely. Woo! Yeah, me too. Yeah, me three. Ah, what are you going to do? My gosh, I don't know. Uh, this is not very good. We're having an earthquake. Brace yourselves. Run for protection. And, of course, the earthquake continued. It was running along the pathway. It smashed through Parsons. And it was Mama's going through Parsons. It was shaking and trembling. And then it smashed straight through Oak Ridge. And then the people in Basker Bakersville, they were next. And then the crack kept going along with this earthquake, shaking and trembling and cracking. And the ground was splitting open. It started to go to Bergenville. But suddenly, something strange happened in Bergenville. The crack changed course. It seemed to bend and go around Bergenville. And the only thing that was happening... I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Uh, my windows are shaking over here. And uh, and the Svorim fell off the shelves a little bit. I'll have to pick them up here. Let me give a kiss to the cipher. <laughs> okay. And, oh, boy, 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 boy. Wow, this is unbelievable. I, I can't believe what's happening here. Yoy, yoy, each to them. I don't believe this. Wow, 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 wow. Everything is shaking all over place. Oh, whoa. I think it's a, a slight earthquake here. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. And they didn't even realize that the crack of the ground went around Bergenville and went straight up into Levensway. And then after that, it stopped. Everything along that uh, northeast pathway was struck by this earth. When the tremor stopped, the people got outside. Whoa, did you see that? Yeah, we're lucky. Yeah, we're very lucky. I'm telling you, you can't even believe how lucky we are. Oh, I know how lucky we are. I know very well I have to thank Akadosh Baruch Hu. The only thing that happened is I have one cracked dish. My wife was in the middle of washing some dishes, and the ground shook, and she dropped the dish. <laughs> that was it. That's the only damage we had. Or my me, or some swarm fell off the shelves. Ah, my brake front thing started to topple over. But Bokashen wasn't so bad. Oh, uh, here's our town yenta. Shmeli, what's going on? You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. You just have to go right outside of our town. You're going to see something crazy. Like uh, a couple hundred yards away before it hits the town, this earthquake cracked the ground. I mean, other places had like about 6.3 on the Richter scale. I'm telling you, it was horrible. The ground shifted, trees fell over, and it just like split and just, I don't know, like it miraculously went around it. And then if you go to the other side of Bergenville and you go to the other, you know, like when you go out of Bergenville, you go towards uh, towards where you go to uh, 
what's that other place called? La- last La- La- Leavenworth, and you know where where you go towards Leavenworth. I'm telling you, it's very interesting because you know what happened. I'm telling you, it it, it continued around the pathway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I just listened to uh, reports, and it seemed to have done a lot of damage to those other towns. And once again, it skipped over our towns. And sure enough, they went to Mincha that day. And the Rav gave a clap on the beamer. Once again, this town was Zoycha to another miracle. We have to thank Akadosh Barko and show our curse at time. Unfortunately, some of the other towns suffered. And there are problems. Some houses are damaged, uh, some beyond repair, and some, uh, well, basically, there's a lot of people homeless. Oh, we could put some people up. Yes, 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 yes. I could put some people up. I could put some people up. Yes, no problem. I could put people up. Uh-uh, I could put people up. Well, that's what I was hoping. Baruch Hashem, you people of Chesed. That's good, 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 good. All right, so listen to me very carefully. We'll organize uh, some uh, somebody to be like a gabai over here, a shamus or something, and find out how much room people have, and, and we'll put out the word to the rabbis in the other towns that uh, we have place for them to stay and food for them to eat. And so that's what they did. It was a wonderful thing doing chesed like that. Now, uh, of course, at that moment, again, they felt like, booby. Oh, you don't have to say it. I'm not going to talk in Dominic. Oh, me neither. I think I'm through with talking during Dominic. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But as you know, out of sight, out of mind. When the catastrophe was over and everybody started to move back to their own houses or to different places they were able to get, and the tragedy was forgotten. And, of course, the commitment not to talk was forgotten, too. And they began talking. But about six months after that earthquake, the old Mr. Stein went to sleep that night. And he said, Kriyashmalamita, and he fell asleep with his usual smile, happy to serve a Kaddish Baruch And, of course, he was not a youngster. He was getting on in his years. It might have been in the 80s or 90s. But the problem was, Hashem said his zaman, his time was up, and he was nifta quietly in his sleep. They made a big levaya. Everybody respected Mr. Stein. Because even though he didn't talk in shul, <laughs> by all the simchas, he did a lot of talking. He was very social, but not in shul, not during davening. That was Mr. Stein. And then, after the shiva was over, people were going back on their ways. And then, of course, forgetting about Mr. Stein, slowly but surely, once again, they began to talk in davening. But then, one night, one night, the Rav of the town began to go to sleep as usual. All right, it's time for me to go and sleep in. When I say Kriyashmalamita, I think I learned enough. My eyes are closing on me. All right. And so the Rav closed his eyes began to go to sleep. And as he went to sleep, he probably snored a little bit. 
You mean you can go peanut butter jelly sandwich? Peanut butter jelly sandwich. No, no, no. Not everybody snores the same way you do. Okay? He's a rub. He's just like. Okay? Anyways, suddenly, in his sleep, he began to have a dream. Oh, wait, wait. I can do the sound. And suddenly, what happened? Oh, well, suddenly, in the dream, what ended up happening was he saw someone. It was Mr. Stein. Shimmy Stein came to him in the dream. And he started talking to the Rav. Rabbi Friedman! Rabbi Friedman! And in the dream, Rabbi Friedman woke up. Yes? Uh, Shimmy, what is it? Well, you know that I am now in Oilema Emes. Yes, but, but why did you come down here? I need to tell you something. You know, when I grew up as a, uh, a child of 11 children, my father was not a learned man, but he knew about mitzvahs, and he instilled us that we should have a love to do every mitzvah we could. And my father always went to shul, but... He only took us with him when he he could, when we could daven, meaning like when we knew how to read and we could daven, then he would be asking to take us to shul. Yes. And my father used to tell us many times, you don't know how great the merit, the shachutz of this mitzvah of davening the shul is. One day, you never know. It may save you from harm. Yes, yes, yes. And anyways, when I was in this town, when I came here, you know, uh, the people in the shul started talking. But I was brought up not to talk. But I started to fall in with the Yetzirah. I don't know if you remember, about 15, 16 years ago, uh, I talked a little bit in Davening. But then I came across a sefer that brought down that the Chidor says that the Chidor says the following. He says that, that during the times of the Gezeira of Tachvetatz, uh, you know, in 1648 and six, to 1649, uh, the, the Kozak, Shmelniki, uh, he did massacres, uh, the terrible things and during that time, we say a kinder about it, uh, approximately 300,000 Yidin were murdered by the Cossacks under his leadership. The Chidor explains that it was revealed to the Toysvis Yontif, Rabbi Yontif Lipman Heller, it was revealed to him that the tragedy came in their towns because the Oilem did not respect the shuls, they did too much talking, and they did not respect the Davani. Did not give proper covenant filler. So the Toys Yontif made this mission better. I was so moved by this story. From then on, my wife and I, we made sure never, ever, ever to talk in the shul again. Now, why am I coming to you? Yes. I'm wondering, what is the reason? I am coming to you for the following reason. As it is, it turns out that I'm here in Oilema Emes, and everything is revealed in Oilema Emes.
<coughs> and can't be any gaiva, I must tell you what I learned. I learned the following, that the reason why our town, Bergenville, was saved from the hurricane, and the reason why we were saved from the earthquake, it was because of the tefillahs of two people, my wife and myself. Our tefillahs were pure. We respected the shul, respected davening, had good kavonis. We don't talk in davening. Not I in the men's section, not my wife in the ladies' section. No, no, no. We take davening seriously. And our tefillahs were heard. I'm afraid to say what those other towns, why they suffered. But I can't say. I didn't ask them upstairs. But let me tell you, I know what our town is going through. Now, I'm not here, but my wife is still here. And she's only one half of our team. I don't know how much longer that the Rebbeinu is going to let her live. But one thing I can tell you, who knows if the people don't finally stop talking. If they don't finally stop talking during davening, who knows when the next Gezerah comes on the town, there will be nobody and nothing to stop it. And with that, with that, this Heiligen Neshama left. The Rav woke up. Wow, what a nightmare. And with that, the next morning, when the Rav went to shul, he tapped on the beam and he said, Moira, boysai, listen to me very, very, very carefully. I Rav, can I wait until after davening? Oh, you yeah, Rav. Uh, Rav. Uh, can I put on my towels and fill it? Not yet. The Rav is signaling like this with his hand. Down. Sit down. Okay, let everybody sit down. Okay, we're sitting, Rav. What is it? I have something very shocking to tell you all. Uh-huh. Shocking? Uh, what, what happened? Uh, a caterpillar fell out of a tree or something? Don't be funny now. I'm very serious. Do you think that I would stop the davening from starting? Because I had a trivial thing to say that a caterpillar fell from a tree. Oh, just trying to lighten up everything. Well, that's the problem. All of you people lighten up things terribly. Well, let me tell you, last night, I had the most shocking dream that I ever had. Oh, oh, really? What happened? Well, guess who came to me in my dream? My Shirabeno! Uh, you should be done. Uh, 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 I'm not joking with you. I'm not kidding. You all remember our fellow Miss Pal here, our friend Rab Shimmy Stein. Well, it was him, Rab Shimmy Stein, came to me in a dream, and he told me that we were saved from the hurricane and from the earthquake. Because he and his wife don't talk during davening. They daven like they should. And now he's gone. And only his wife is here. And he's not sure when the next catastrophe comes. If there'll be any... Uh... I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say that maybe there won't be enough schuzim to stop the tragedy or uh, catastrophe from hitting us. So, uh, you're serious, Rob, right? Look at me. Gosh, 
He's white like a ghost. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What is a ghost? I think that we should stop talking for real this time. That's why I'm telling it to you now. I'm telling you now. Take it serious. Stop this talking. You know, when you talk in the middle of a Chazor's Hashats, the reason why this sin is so great, because it's like you're saying, ah, the, 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 the Chazan doesn't represent you. And if you talk, uh, and you're getting to smooth before someone else finished Monastery, but you finish, it shows that you think your tefillah is important and not the other person. And it's his tefillah that's going to be answered, not yours. Well, please, my boy, say, I'm begging you once and for all. Please, be macabre not to talk during davening. And maybe, maybe we'll see Yeshua's and Rafuis. And maybe even we can bring Mashiach a lot quicker. And sure enough, this town went over and will macabre not to talk. But this time, it didn't wear off after a few weeks. This time, it didn't wear off after a few months. It didn't wear off after a few years. This time, it stayed. This shul in Bergenville is now a talk-free shul. It's only dominant. And maybe if more and more shuls become like that, maybe, just maybe, this Magefa will stop. And maybe Mashiach will come a lot quicker. And like I said earlier, if there is any other type of various or things that people have to correct, please do so. Let this be something to wake us up. Something to take life a little more seriously in a tyrannic way. It doesn't mean you can't live life. You could live life, but in a tyrannic way and be considerate and kind of others too. And maybe together you can bring Mashiach. Wow, what a story. And I know we can't take phone call because we don't have the system set up the right way because we can't do it yet. We don't know the technology, but one day maybe we will, right? Right. So until then... Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Have a great Shabbos. Good boy. Good boy.